0: What's up everybody welcome to the anime podcast of some sort i'm david major some of you might know me as djm my co-host the always fantastic count jack noir what's up jackson good to talk to you again
1: it is so good to be here and to be doing this it's been quite a summer already
0: so i I hear and and we're going to talk about both of our summers a little bit later but uh and, and don't worry everybody there will be like cartoony animu stuff involved in talking about our summers I assure you because we have conventions to talk about because as they say it is convention season but first uh there has been a lot of talk about Toonami and acquiring shows here in the US and all that stuff and jack <laughs> mhm there has been one show in particular that I've noticed uh has kind of gone quiet there really hasn't been a whole lot of talk about this show coming to the United States uh and I think that it's kind of a problem it's kind of a problem that this show there's no word on it getting a dub or anything yet and it's uh over in Japan it's it's a good chunk of the way in it's more than I would probably say 30 40 episodes in and uh I really think that the big company that should have the rights to this show should really get off their duff and get this out of the way. Uh, Do do you know what show I'm talking about, Jack?
1: I completely agree. I think that we need to address the fact that Boku no Pico has no Western release.
0: I know. It is long, long, long overdue. I mean, the show has the name recognition. There's some awareness of it i think by now it should have a western release it should have a dub and and i think it would be really entertaining for all parties involved hell it might even get a toonami run who knows
1: that would be fantastic (laughs) it's clearly safe for television uh but no we're talking about um a a little unknown uh indie title you know you might not have heard of it before uh podcast listeners but uh it's called a dragon ball Super?
0: Never heard of it. Yeah. Dragon Ball Super Jack. The, yeah. The all new Dragon Ball series where Akira Toriyama came back to Dragon Ball after all these years. And now it's an mm-hmm. anime and a manga again. We got Dragon Ball back in the world. And ever since the two movie releases, uh, Resurrection F and the other one that escapes me, we ain't heard nothing from Funimation about Dragon Ball coming over to the U.S. or getting a Western mm-hmm. release of any kind—no dub, mm-hmm. no TV release, no DVD release. I think there's a stream, but the stream isn't dubbed. What? Well, mm-hmm. What's going on? What's going on? I mean, this is this is one of those things where it's like Funimation should talk to Toei Animation, and this should have been a no-brainer, Jack. Uh, I feel I, like I, I agree. This is a problem. Where the biggest anime property, the most successful anime property in the Western world is back with brand new material, not a remaster, not a remake, not a reboot, but brand new material, brand mm. spanking new. And uh, it's kind of feeling like the old days, Jack. Uh, th- this might be a little bit before your time, but let's let's talk about uh, let's go back to 1999 or so. Uh, we bring when, you to
1: Old Man DJM's Corner.
0: That's right. It, it's, it's time to, to go back to back in the day, as the kids like to say, back to the late nineties, the ancient times of 1999, where me and all of my friends in high school and everybody on the internet loved Dragon Ball Z. And it was in the middle of the Namek soccer. And at the time, the Dragon Ball dub was still being done by Ocean Group, the Ocean Group uh, based out of Vancouver, Canada, uh, and their dub was the one that was being broadcast uh, in the United States. That dub and the Ocean Group kind of lost the rights to broadcast in the United States to Funimation. Uh, they still do the dub for uh, Canada and other parts of the world where English is, is a language that's spoken. However, while this was going on, when it was a very climactic moment uh, in the Dragon Ball Z series, uh, after the Ginyu Force had beat up Vegeta, Gohan, and Krillin and beat them up pretty badly, Goku stepped onto planet Namek. He had arrived, and from there, it repeated. It went back to episode one with on the next dragon
1: ball z where we discover the names of our protagonists isn't that exciting
0: yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. this happened like two or three times Mm -hmm. before funimation or cartoon network or whoever finally got the rights to broadcast the remainder of the namek saga and going forward Uh, On Cartoon Network, on Toonami, and eventually Dragon Ball Z became the monolithic series that we all know today. Now, Jack. Yes. Here we are in the year 2016, halfway through the year as a matter of fact, and Funimation seems to kind of be kind of settling in the wind on Dragon Ball Super. There's really been no news Nothing,
1: and make no mistake. Been this is on their laurels.
0: This is their cash cow. This is this is their number one moneymaker. This is their John Cena for for the Super Saiyan reference. <laughs> I, I'm wondering what's going on with Funimation and Toei Animation. I f- shouldn't this have been a no brainer.
1: To you know, to it's. St- I I just have a theory about this. I, I apologize. Um I'm I'm wondering if there isn't some kind of and I don't I don't pay, you know, completely uh, absolute scrutinizing attention to what goes on with these companies. I just kinda go, oh, they did that. Um yay or nay. Um so this is just a theory, but there might be some kind of change in attitude, maybe even change in, uh, in management, whoever is, uh, handling decisions at Funimation, because, David, I don't know if you're aware, but there's, um, there's a small handful of anime that are pretty, uh, they're pretty centralized in their, in their subject, in their, their demographic, in, uh, sort of taste that applies particularly to, um, People who buy maybe maybe pillows with characters on them to hug when they get home alone at night right, right, without right, a date. Right, right. So um, it, it's almost a, a curious thought to me. Of is this just are they are they making a what I believe to be a poor decision? Uh, even though we all know sex sells, but I mean, two D two D pig disgusting if i can paraphrase something it 3d is where it's at please uh i feel like they are maybe it might be possible that somebody somewhere just kind of blew a gasket and they don't see that as their biggest seller anymore but even so that doesn't explain the fact that this has been the biggest thing pop culturally even quote-unquote normies who don't know much about anime they know the big names now it's become a little bit more uh, of a uh a common thing to talk about anime so we have you know your one punch man we have your attack on titan we have uh another one
0: that may never see the light of day with with its second season
1: uh, I, i could live with that i honestly but that's my own personal opinion um but this this is something that has been around, even, you know, Pokemon, you think about it. You think of Pokemon, you think of Sailor Moon, and you think of Dragon Ball Z. That's what you think of. That's the Holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Moon Prism, as it were. And it, that, that's that been there. That's just been the way of the world, of having these, these three animes be... In the public eye, whether or not you were a nerd and were following it closely or if you were watching your kids watch it, you know, in the afternoon after they got back from school and they're scarfing down their their goldfish. So even saying, okay, maybe they're shifting their attention to, you know, um, your average otaku show and they're, they're being a little bit more pandering, it still doesn't explain, David, and I am scratching my head just as much as you are as to what in the world is going on. But if I had to say something, I think there's just a temporary lapse in judgment and that they're they're trying to repurpose themselves and it's not working. But that still doesn't explain it because it is, as you say, and as I agree, it's huge. This is Dragon Ball Z, of all things.
0: And it's brand new material. It's, it's brand new material for the Dragon Ball franchise. And I stress again, it's not a remake. It's not a reboot. And we all know how I feel about remakes and reboots. And we're going to talk about that later too. This is all new material with these iconic characters that, that are as much a pop, a part of our pop culture as they are Japan's. So, I'm puzzled. I'm vexed at Funimation and Toei. Maybe they're negotiating, maybe they're not. I don't know what the holdup is, because this should be a no-brainer license to print money for all parties involved. This, to me, seems like anime distribution 101 and somebody somebody didn't pay attention in class and it's kind of a problem
1: i want to know what's going on with funimation for sure i feel like they're the kind of friend that they they went into hiding for a little bit maybe they're Spouting out some troubling tweets or you know some odd blog mo- messages, and I just kind of check in on them. Maybe I knock on their door. Mail hasn't been delivered or uh, picked up in a while, and I'm just kind of looking at this pile of newspapers in front of their door. I'm knocking on it. Hey, uh, you you okay in there? Uh, you, you you doing all right, funny? Funimation, you need you need a you need a friend. You need talk up something. So uh, you know your guess is as good as mine. I have no idea what's going on. Maybe. And
0: you know what? You know what's even weirder? What's even weirder? I have scoured the anime community, blogs, YouTube, podcasts, Twitter. Nobody else is talking about this. Nobody is talking about this giant glaring oversight that aside from the two movies, Dragon Ball Super, it doesn't even have a release date. It doesn't even have a confirmation. We don't even have word that Toe Animation and Funimation are even talking about it. And nobody is bringing this up. Every couple of weeks, you'll hear something about, oh, Attack on Titan Season 2 has been delayed. Oh, hey, One Punch Man. Oh, uh, It'll get another season, maybe, we think. Maybe. But nothing about this franchise that Honestly, if not for this franchise, those two other shows I just mentioned probably wouldn't have been seen in the Western world. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's so puzzling to me that this is, it feels like the biggest oversight of the modern era. Like, where mm-hmm. is Dragon Ball Super? What Wake the up, sheeple. What going on?
1: Free DBs 2K16. Come on, guys. Wake up,
0: sheeple. I, am I crazy? In, 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 am I that guy now, Jack? Am, am I the guy that's screaming from his bunker about Dragon Ball Super?
1: I I, I don't believe that this is unfounded at all. When I saw this on uh, the to-do, I thought to myself, this can't be real. I, I, I can't believe that this is real, but it's real. I see nothing. I see no one even discussing it in the most random of 4chan crannies. And I try really hard not to get my crannies up in 4chan but i tried Uh, just a second ago nope this isn't it ain't happening nothing and that's that's crazy isn't it i i have nothing else to say except for wake up america where's dragon ball super i i don't
0: know i really don't know
1: jack mr satan for president vote satan
0: and can't be much worse uh, but while we're waiting on Dragon Ball Super, there is another show that I've seen got seen discussed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know you're a fan of it. I know our buddy Colton from the Manga Mavericks is a fan of it. And I'm probably messing this up. Uh, Osumatsu-san, a.k.a. Mr. Osumatsu. Uh, that is exactly I, I, how you say it. Oh, cool. Still got it. Good job. I know that this show has gotten some buzz. Uh, I just haven't watched it because of It's In Season and everything else I'm I'm watching and my life going to pieces.
1: Uh, Jack? uh, You did did catch out Gravity Falls, though, and I'm very happy about that. I'd like to hear uh, some of your thoughts on that, of course.
0: We will. We will. Uh, Mm -hmm. Have you caught any of Mobile Suit Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans? You know, that's the thing. I am really surprised
1: that my Skype even worked today. But I did manage to recollect my crunchy roll. so there is a thing. Yay. You know what I'm oh, doing God. immediately after this? I'm going to try and get that thing to work.
0: It, it is now also on Toonami officially, and uh, if you wanna, if you're able to catch it on Saturday nights, it's only on episode three next week. Excellent. That's really good. Okay. So you'll have the two, the first two episodes to get caught up, and then you can keep watching it in English. Great. If you so desire.
1: If I so desire, which I do. And this is probably... Uh, I'm just going to get it out of the way in this discussion. I usually try not to watch anime that hasn't been dubbed. Honestly, I don't think this is going to get dubbed. I, it would be a miracle if somebody saw this and said, hey, this is popular to get dubbed, because I think a lot of what... Um, makes it special is the fact that it is inherently uh buried in a particular uh figure in japanese comedy culture and uh there's a lot of things that just don't seem like they would fly unless they had a really good translation team and given what i've seen comedy wise come out from funimation i feel like this is the funimation bashing hour funimation i loved you but what's going on, pal? I'm knocking on your door. You haven't answered your mail. You haven't answered your calls. What's going on, pal? Um, I haven't seen anything that necessarily made me laugh out loud from that. This, meanwhile, this, even subbed, got me cackling. Uh, and I, I speak, of course, of Osomatsu-san, as you said earlier. This is, um, I want to call it a reboot or maybe a reimagining of an old, uh, manga that started in 1962 called Osomatsu-kun by Fujio Akatsuka, and he did some other stuff. He was kind of in the same vein as um, Hirohiko Araki, stuff like that. Interesting guy. And uh, there were two animes before this that were made of Osomatsu-kun, and they were in mid-60s and then in the 1980s. And this is completely different from either of those because... Osumatsu-kun focuses on the Matsuno family, which has been blessed or cursed with six identical sextuplets. And they all have a name that has something to do with Matsu. And uh, I I can get into detail with that a little bit. But uh, they were kids in the first two series and in the manga. But now they have grown up and they've got some pretty skewed ideas on what makes an anime popular. And I'm just going to say this right now. Uh, Colton had to get me a, a subbed uh, copy of the first episode because it's actually been banned from streaming services. You can't find banned. it on Grunchy Roll. You can't find it on Grunchy Roll. They've stopped showing it. And I'm just going to say, I'm not going to spoil anything. I think that everybody should, you know, find, you know, on com slash legal streaming site uh find yourself a way uh, to watch this episode because it will become very evident why why it has been banned because all the anime
0: details jackson details
1: (laughs) well you start out
0: don't leave the a posse hanging jack details
1: all right um (laughs) uh you know, a lot has changed in the the past 50 years in anime, and uh, I believe that the Matsuno family has realized that, and uh, well, they they just throw in a straight-up titan among several other things, but I think that's probably the only thing that they needed to get banned, is, oh, you got a titan in there, and you straight-up call it a titan, and there's the music, and every... Yeah, you know what, banned.
0: So, this was... So, the first episode was, like, copyright palooza gone wild is what you're saying
1: yes they started out hey we have a new anime and it's already started they're in black and white and all of a sudden they go well i've got a bunch of great ideas that we can make sure that this is popular because you know we kind of look a little weird so maybe if we make ourselves look attractive and sparkly that'll work all right now we got the girls on board okay what else well people really like sports anime well let's dress up like all these animes and oh there's a titan really good stuff really good stuff. And uh, the rest of the show does not disappoint, but I will say it takes a little bit of time to get used to the fact that six of your protagonists all look the same. And after a while they realize, maybe a couple episodes in, hey, these guys are identical, and even though they have their default expressions that can differ, we might want to color code them. So they start color coding them. Once you get used to it and you can tell who's who and what's what, you can get a handle on who is who. But as far as it goes, they've got some really interesting personalities, and I haven't seen uh I haven't seen parody like this in a while, especially from Goddamn Japan. They parodied Saw. And all of the weird spin-off movies of Saw. How many movies have there been of Saw? And like all 14. these different repetitive plots. It's so amazing. I try really hard when I talk about comedy, not to just spoil it, but it's definitely worth watching regardless. It's just this repetitive shot of this guy who is clearly dressed up as Jigsaw, and he calls himself Jiguzo, so you know. Tomato, potato, right. tomato, potato. Uh, he comes in and says, it's been ten years, Osomatsu, and because they're all sextuplets, the first thing out of the guy's mouth is, I'm Karamatsu, actually. Oh, well. Title card for Saw 2. It's been ten years, Osomatsu. I'm Ichimatsu. Oh. Saw 3. It just keeps going and going. It just keeps happening, man. It's excellent stuff. But I will say, uh, as far as uh, comedy goes, it can be a little hit or miss because there's some language-dependent stuff. There's some some puns going on. And all the subs that I've seen have done a pretty good job of... Uh, Integrating it without being like that translator's note, Yukai is very similar to the word for kidnapped. Is very similar to the word for they. They do their best. They'll get it uh, integrated as best as they can into the subtitle, so you don't know. Uh, you don't have to jump around with your eyes and know where to look. And the thing that really set this apart for me is it looks so different. Uh, David, I've been trying to not to meme very much i've been trying not to shit post but i am in the process i'm of proud making, of you jack
0: i'm, I'm in the process of, of
1: making one for this though because it really suits the what what i watched what i expected and what i got and there's really only one thing that needs to be said about osamatsu san what i got is garfield minus garfield i'm not even kidding they look like john oh. Arlund, and it's basically okay. as insane it's just okay, multiply na- now. Jack? <laughs> yes.
0: You and Colton had my curiosity, but now you have my attention cuz I love Garfield minus Garfield.
1: Garfield minus Garfield is a work of art if you if any of y'all listening have not uh taken it upon yourself to look at that, it makes one of the most uninspired comic strips completely relatable and and viewable and hilarious and this is this is very equally as funny but just imagine that there's six john Arbuncles, and yes they look like john harbuncle because of the art style
0: now tell tell me this jack yes you said that there are six brothers so i'm immediately thinking that it's like a boy band where they each have their own distinct personalities Oh, yes. Uh, can you differentiate, for me and for the listeners, the differences between the six uh, Matsu brothers, as it were? I would
1: be glad to. Uh, I think the distinct difference between an average boy band and these guys, though, is that these guys are terrible people. Just get that out of the way. So you got Osomatsu, the oldest brother, and he he gambles. He plays pachinko all the time. He's snagging his old, uh, younger brother's money. Uh, he likes to rub under the bridge of his nose frequently. I think that's an old uh, staple from the classic series, perhaps. And uh, he sure he sure does like him some women's, but he's never touched a breast. So, shame on him. Well,
0: that's usually how it works.
1: It's true. It's true. Already we got, you know, reality setting in deeply, shamefully. Uh, there's Karamatsu, who I... Uh, dressed up as for fanime more on that later uh he's probably the most relatable to me because he believes that if he wears a leather jacket and sunglasses and just kind of walks around silent but aloof that people will want to come up and talk to him but as we learn from a quick cutaway of he's imagining these girls saying oh isn't that guy cool man he looks just like insert japanese uh actor here that's so cool oh man i'm gonna die i can't even talk to him cut away they're actually just looking at him what the hell's up with that guy that guy is creepy ah, go the hell away you better die
0: so the the james dean look is does not work on this show
1: it does not work at all this is an anime that doesn't care what your expectations were about character tropes because well it it don't work nothing works <clears throat> there's Choromatsu who is probably the most responsible for being the third oldest, but he's got himself a little bit of an addiction to to waifus. So there's that.
0: Sure, sure.
1: Yep, you gotta have at least one of those in there.
0: Yeah, yeah it is. He's it, done it, some stupid things. Yeah, yeah. Who among us?
1: What if God was one of us? Uh, there's Ichimatsu, and uh, oh boy... I, th- I think there's only two things that can describe Ichimatsu: two words, cats and murder. I, I don't. You can't wrap your head around so him. So,
0: if this were a different kind of anime, you would say that he's killing pussy. Is is that what oh, you're yes. saying? Oh yes. Oh uh, yes. Okay. But, As but it it's is this I think kind of would, anime, so it's it's a little yes. worse.
1: He he would feed you to the cat. Oh, is more oh, what it okay. is. Yes. Oh. <clears throat> There's Jujimatsu, Uh, and, well, he has a dirt face, and that's about as far as his personality goes. There are some strangely emotional episodes in this anime, for some reason, and one of them is centered around him, and I was not prepared. So, listeners, please prepare yourselves. Uh, if it starts to center around Junshimatsu, I would be cautious, but... Nine times out of ten, it's going to be hilarious. Especially Junshimatsu Festival, which is just a non-stop barrage of what the fuck is going on. But there is one. So,
0: Junshimatsu is is the brother that they all look over?
1: They all just kind of look and go, uh, what the fuck happened to him? Oh, why, okay. why, is he, why is he different? Uh, the one that they all look over is Karamatsu. He'll say something in English, and boy, if you think English is funny, and I'm sorry... Uh I don't mean to be offensive but I think it's hilarious. Uh you will love Karamatsu and the fact that his punchline is typically "Buraza!" and that everybody ignores him. He he means well. He cares about them. He's the second oldest. He feels responsible, but uh you know, he says one thing and no one tends to want to listen to what he has to say and that brings us to our last just because
0: he paid a little extra attention in his english class that's mm, mm, mm. he's
1: he's ellen baker's favorite favorite student i think (laughs) he's gotta be
0: oh i I would imagine so
1: uh and then finally there's the baby of the group uh toto matsu and uh he's he's pink satan he he's happy he's got giant pupils He's very pleased with himself at all times. Uh, he tries to be a little bit more independent from the rest of them because I could imagine if you have five identical tuplet, if you are one of a set of six twins essentially that you'd probably want to pull away, and they all kind of do in their own way, but he's a little bit more upfront about it. Um, he, he, he does some shit. He, he really gets in there. He really hits where it hurts the most, I think. I think one of uh, my favorite defensive techniques of his is he he thinks to himself, Oh, they don't want me to hide anything? Okay, well, here's a clipboard, here's a blackboard, I'm gonna write down all the things that I fetishize. Alright, y'all ready? You gonna listen? Okay, very good, because we shouldn't hide anything from each other, should we? It gets worse. Uh, but nope, these, these guys are horrible people, and I appreciate the fact that they are horrible, and that uh, this anime is very self-aware, There's quite a few parody episodes. There are some uh, strangely animated episodes where they are a little bit attractive which I think brought in a lot of the female fan base and uh, they go apeshit with those even. There's a Christmas episode. Uh, Fist of the North Star is not even safe. It's it's a romp. And some episodes can be hit or miss. There are about 11 minute segments in each episode and there are 25 episodes that Brings it to about 50 segments, maybe a few less. There's a couple shorts collections. But overall, I had a lot of fun with it, and I enjoyed it, and I'm glad that it got some attention. Because it's definitely funny. It's it's absolutely funny.
0: It definitely sounds like a funny show. I I can definitely see why colton would want to talk about this show this definitely seems like his kind of show because the more you spoke about it the more i kept thinking this is definitely giving me that gintama vibe for sure Mm -hmm. uh in that wild and wacky anime where nothing is sacred kind of style which definitely has its appeal and can definitely be enjoyable for any Anime enthusiast, maybe not the casual anime viewer, but someone that is an enthusiast of the style. It sounds like Mister Osumatsu could definitely be something to enjoy. So once again, this is one that I am intrigued by, and what you said regarding the the possibility of it having a dub or and things like that, it reminded me of a show that I really fell for all the way back in 2005, 2006.
1: Oh, I believe uh, I know. It... I believe I know, oh. but continue.
0: Um, This was a show that I first saw on Adult Swim. And, I gotcha. And not only this, this was a show that I bonded with uh, with a significant other for uh and we ended up being together for a little bit over a year and one of the things we first bonded on was our enjoyment of this show uh, i believe and how
1: continue I'm, and, i apologize
0: <laughs> and just how utterly wacky this show was and how adv took this property and just did whatever they wanted with it rather than try and adapt the very Japanese humor and very Japanese jokes. They did one thing with it, and then they did another completely different thing with it. Uh, Jack, you seem yes. to have an idea of what show this is. Do you know what show I'm talking about? You speak, of course, of Super Milk Chan. Ring-a-ding-a-ding-ding-ding, Super Milk Chan. You dumbass. This is what this show <laughs> reminds me of.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I-, I will say, once again, I am intrigued. Uh Let it be known, once again, that I am not close-minded. Uh, I- I'm enjoying My Hero Academia when I catch up with it, so that's a shonen. Uh, and I am intrigued by osumatsu san uh, a wacky anime. But of course, I loved Bobobo so that that goes speaking for itself. And Super Milk Chun. And I will say that when I have time, uh, and we'll talk about that later. Uh, oh yes. I'm I'm not opposed to checking out Mr. Osumatsu. I'm I'm intrigued by the premise. The art style is a little weird aesthetically to me. I don't know if it is good for my brain. I'm not sure if I'm in if my brain is enjoying it right now, <laughs> what I've seen of it. But let it be known once again, I am intrigued. So Jack and Colton, yes. if you're out there listening, thank you i i will I will check it out. And I will report back, just like I will report to you now on Gravity Falls. Excellent. And I've gotten through about 13 episodes. Uh, and I can say for certain that the main character whose name escapes me, Dipper, Dipper, is, is a great dude. He's, he is a fantastic, protagonist he is Mm -hmm. the kind of relatable but still having a personality of his own that you don't see very often anymore in that so many times in animation and games and so many things there is a protagonist that just is really an avatar for the viewer or the player dipper Mm -hmm. is not like that and i like his his personality i like his struggles i like his triumphs and i like how he handles dealing with all of the things going around him and Mm dipper is my dude i'm definitely giving dipper a thumbs up just Mm -hmm. as a protagonist and as a dude uh his sister yes whose name really escapes me mabel mabel the first thing I said to you, Jack, was I had noticed that she was voiced by my actress waifu 1A, Kristen Schaal, uh, formerly of Flight of the Concords, Bob's Burgers, Last Man on Earth, plenty of other things. She, she is my 1A favorite actress in the world. So that immediately caught my attention. And Mabel is exactly the type of character that Kristen Schaal is made to voice. And Mm. I couldn't possibly imagine her in another voice now. And her character, uh, I'm sure that Gravity Falls fans have seen the gif with her and Grunkle Stan, where she's saying, I'm, I think it was, I'm hilarious or I'm adorable. Yes. And grunkle stan says that's debatable yes and i i get that 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 to me was was perfect that was perfect characterization of her and grunkle stan which brings me to grunkle stan uh grunkle stan uh he definitely has he he appeals to some of my old guy moments when i do have them uh and i also enjoy that he's kind of unapologetic in that he's just trying to make a buck, just trying to earn a living, and that's oh, yes. okay with me. So stands the man. I, also, Robbie can go jump in a lake.
1: I, I agree, like that dude, one hundred percent. Robbie's basically he's been brought up in production as the amalgamation of everybody uh, that had picked on uh, the people who are in development of the show. So it's not just something that's straight up from the creator's mind. It's, oh, we're just going to cram in all of these terrible personality traits of these people that bugged us when we were kids into this guy. And alternatively, there's a character who's kind of the opposite of that, that had the same kind of treatment. And that's uh everyone's favorite lumberjane, Wendy Corduroy. She is uh basically put all the things that make up a cool older friend into a blender... And you get her, and uh, they. Uh, t- Robbie got to stay away from her because he he should know he's out of his league. Yeah,
0: yeah. So Jack, I will say that in the case of Gravity Falls, I am enjoying it, and I'm, I'm going to keep grateful. watching it. And I, I'm I was certain you wouldn't steer me wrong. It just it just took a while to get to, and I'm going to keep giving it. More and more of a watch. But before we get into that, Jack, I believe oh, yes. you have something to report from the Council of Twelve. You you have game! I have a game, ladies and gentlemen.
1: It's also for PS4, if that's your shtick, but there's a game for the Vita, and it's by Vanillaware. You might have played it before on the PS2 if you didn't, shame on you. That's okay, I didn't either. Um, it's called Odin Sphere L- 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 it's called Odin Sphere It's a remake of Odin Sphere um, And uh, I'm just going to Quick run down. Vanillaware is probably The most damned Beautiful producer of games I've ever seen They made Odin Sphere They made my personal favorite SRPG Grim Grimoire Which featured actual Anime witches Not witches in name only Uh, With the pointy hats and everything, those are important to me. I don't see a lot of those. They made Muramasa, which was also remade, but was appropriately named Muramasa Rebirth instead of Muramasa, you can't pronounce this subtitle that we added to this remake. They also added DLC missions called Genroku Legends, so if you are a member of the Council of Twelve, that is available for you. Some new, some old... And they also made Dragon's Crown, which if any of you have ever seen uh Tigle Biddy a sorceress with the staff that she puts. It looks like it's the staff from Quest 64 up in her hooch. Uh that's that's Dragon's Crown. Uh which is probably ironically the most popular, but uh Vanillaware has a really, really solid formula. They make 2D scrolling beat-em-up style, fighting game mechanic, deep level uh, adventure games. And you level up your character by eating food, planting seeds, and eating the stuff that comes from those seeds. Uh, You customize your equipment. you, You earn your gold. You follow the story. And Odin Sphere is no different from that. You have a choice of five characters, but it's not really a choice because you go through them chronologically after you finish each one's mission. Then the next one becomes available. And I maybe got it a couple weeks ago, and I'm already to the fourth guy out of five. So, really good stuff. Excellent animations. Everything feels satisfying to do when you're attacking. Uh, It's highly encouraged and very much uh, something that you will want to, 100%, because the option will be there, and it will be uh, very addicting to put down. There's been many times where um, I'm breaking away from my responsibilities and going no let me let me take a few a cu- uh, couple seconds here let me uh just finish finish doing this let me just finish going to this place let me do this let me finish that and muramasa's very similar kind of way Vanillaware, ladies and gentlemen uh published by atlas atlas don't screw around it's available no, for download do but i believe it also got a physical release because muramasa did and i believe this also did good stuff odin sphere
0: now jack i just did some quick google foo on lodin sphere (laughs) and my understanding is according to ign it got the big old 9.5 so Mm -hmm. hey now uh also uh it would appear as though the port between the PS4 and the PlayStation Vita appear to be pretty much a 1-1 port. Uh, The Mm -hmm. only thing that I'm seeing in comparison is that the Vita game had a little bit of slowdown in frames every now and then, but overall, Mm -hmm. 1-1. I'm seeing a lot of positivity for this game, so that is Odensphere, Sphere for those of you that speak German, Uh, and yeah, this this actually looks interesting. And Atlas again, they they put out quality. And mm-hmm. also, it's on PS4. Uh so I I might I might check this out myself since mm-hmm. it's on the old PS4. I'm once again, Jack, you you have me intrigued. I knew I, I kept you around suggest- for a reason.
1: Oh yeah, that just just for the good games. Um right. I I would highly recommend just check out VanillaWare's uh, discography. They are a really good developer. Like I said, uh, Grim Grimoire, one of my personal favorites. A little less conventional on the gameplay. Everything else is kind of a 2D beat-em-up with deep fighting game mechanics in terms of mashing and combos and such. But uh, Grim Grimoire is a little bit more strategy-based, but I would be interested since they've already done... Uh, Dragon's Crown, which is a more recent one, I believe that was just a straight up release, not a re-release for Vita and PS4 and all that. Uh, but we have these two remakes. I'd be really interested in following uh, uh, following the news of maybe Grim Grimoire, maybe maybe my my own personal darling will show up remade and nice and shiny and polished. But if not even so the the PS2 era graphics still look amazing because I don't know what they do. I think VanillaWare just made a pact with the devil. They just got a bunch of really good artists and said, "Okay, Satan, uh can we make this look really good under really small graphical limitations?"
0: Awesome. Thanks. And it's I'm really I'm just stuff. reading a little bit more uh recreated in 1080p 60 frames per second. So, Mhm.
1: Yeah, this it is definitely,
0: good. this is definitely PlayStation 4 friendly if it's 1080p and 60 frames. So mm-hmm. I, this looks like it will be a damn pretty game on a big screen on a console. So, uh, Odin Sphere Life uh, we'll, we'll have to get in touch with Mark Huber about that one on how that mm-hmm. is pronounced. But Jack, one more from the Council of 12. H- how are things with the Vita these days? How are things going? Uh, I mean, right e- now, E three passed, and it seemed as though I saw a lot of R I P Vita after mm-hmm. E three and Sony's conference. So, uh, are you seeing or hearing anything? Um,
1: it, it gets its regular influx of games, things that I believe are just ports to other things. Um, the news that everybody started jumping at the bit on uh the good old fashioned Tumblr uh. Got back to me of there's an original 3ds ip. I can't believe Nintendo. This is incredible. Um, that was a port from the Vita. It's called Severed. It's a uh, literal hack and slash type of uh, like almost a fruit ninja like gameplay thing. But it looks really cool, and uh, from what I've seen in trailers, it seems uh, really interesting. So, either way, you know, 3DS, Vita, it was there on the Vita first, I'm just gonna say. Because as soon as I saw the trailers for it, I said, that's been released before. I've seen this around. Uh, Okay. So, I feel like maybe it's just a matter of bad press. Uh, There are still games continue to be uh, influxed in there. Flash sale went on for uh, certain games, such as Steins Gate, which I know... uh, the visual novel is the the original source material for uh, the anime of which you are very fond of. And I am. I had not checked it out before, but now that it is cheaper, and I do have some credit on uh, the good old-fashioned GameStop, otherwise known as We Own All Video Games, I, the players. I will check it the hecky out. In addition to I did want to mention a little bit earlier you said My Hero Academia. I've been seeing some side stories show up from the comic kind of around the internet and I'm liking what I'm seeing, so I will also check that out because um not to not to poke fun or anything, but unlike you, I'm a voracious consumer of the shonen and I did not uh I did not give it enough credit from what I had heard. Whenever I hear Academia, I immediately think, "Uh, no. No, thank you. So, I've got good hopes, and I got good hopes for Steins Gate, and I got good hopes for the potential of seeing Iron Blooded Orphans. Uh, Have you watched the Steins Gate anime? I have watched the uh, the clip that you have linked to me once on the Twitter of "I'm a scientist." It's so cool, son of a bitch.
0: Okay, that is probably the the most bat spit moment in the anime but I, I still highly recommend it mm-hmm. and and it works in context uh, but since that last game you talked about is kind of a remake of a game that was on the PS2 Jack I I have an issue that I've got to discuss because there is a problem that started in Hollywood but quite frankly it has made its way to Japan Mm-hmm. We're all out of original ideas, Jack. Everyone is completely out of original ideas. Yep. All gone. All Uh gone. Uh, And if you don't believe me, there is a movie that is going to be coming out. uh, A horror movie, uh, as most of you know. uh, Japan and East Asia, Korea. They they do a lot of pretty good horror movies. The Ring, The Grudge, uh, many, many others. A movie that is about to come out... Is called Sadako versus Kayako. Uh, those names might sound <laughs> familiar to you, because those are the two main girl antagonists from *The Ring* and *The Grudge*. Yep, they are doing a versus movie in Japan with two characters from two previously successful movies. Jack, Japan has completely run out of ideas. They're completely I out. I do not believe We're, it. W- w- what are we going to do, Jack? Everybody's completely out of ideas. I remember the last movie that I really, really evangelized and enjoyed was Inception, because I'm really pretentious. And then after that was Interstellar, because I'm really really pretentious and i for a little while i turned into a christopher nolan fanboy not just because of his work with the batman movies and his other films but the fact was that every time he did something it was different from the last he he wasn't after batman to which he said yeah i'm done with batman three movies i'm done i i don't care how much money it's making me i'm done Mm-hmm. And you've got to respect that. And then Inception and Interstellar, uh, and the guy is fiercely original. He, and there's a serious lacking in that. And it's happening in Japan now too with movies and with anime. How, how many years has it been since so many people that pay attention to anime are complaining about shows that appeal to a certain demographic or fall under a certain genre and don't do anything different from other shows or if it's trying to do something different it's just a parody and it's a comedy parody and it's just making fun of all of the other tropes but really still using all of the other tropes that it's supposed to be making fun of there is a frustrating there is a seriously frustrating lack of originality now to the point where the golden age of asian horror movies has started to repeat itself jack and it's i find it frustrating i really really do
1: mm-hmm. i i agree and i mean it's it's been in my attention since i i hate to say it it's been in my attention since uh cinderella occurred when I saw that, I thought to myself, "They'd better not even try to do anything." And lo, lo and behold, uh, *Jungle Book* happened. Uh, there's been news of Tim Burton directing uh, uh, *Dumbo*, which, I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand the logic at all. But you know, let we'll roll with it, I guess. And uh, ever we since *Superman*, we all know Cinderella what it's going like. oh, yes, to look like. Oh yeah, we all know what it's going to
0: look like. The, the circus is gonna be really miserable and dark. Uh, the ringmaster will probably have, uh, be throwing knives at Helena Bonham Carter. Uh, Johnny Depp will probably be the ringmaster. Uh, and we, we all know what it will be. So let's, let's just, uh, it, and when you say Tim Burton, even all of Tim Burton's tropes, I just sped off like four or five of them and I just, I just sigh in exhaustion over. It's big
1: fish. It's big fish all over yeah. again. Yeah. With, with even, even more elephants. Oh my. <laughs> It, and and, and there's been news ever since Cinderella of good old-fashioned Hermione Granger, uh, uh, Emma Watson as, as Belle in Beauty and the Beast. I've heard no others from there, but I know that's going to be a thing because everybody sure loved that. And, you know, we got to get those butts in the seats.
0: And just to bring it back to anime again for a second, for years, mm. for years... I would give Dragon Ball fans so much of a hard time about the latest Dragon Ball remaster or the Dragon Ball HD remaster or the latest Dragon Ball Z super limited super duper remaster and then Dragon Ball Kai and just re-release after re-release after re-release after re-release. And then when it came to Toriyama doing brand new material... He released the two movies first, and then Dragon Ball Super, if you actually pay attention, the movies are basically telling the story of Dragon Ball Super just at a much faster pace. They're, they're telling the stories. and And just to bring it back, one of the things that I've always liked about the Gundam franchise is that when there is a new Gundam series... It is almost always completely original. It is brand new. It is standalone. And if it is part of a previous series, it is the conclusion to that series. It's not just, hey, we're doing this again. Well, except for Gundam Seed, but, you know, that was Gundam Seed Destiny. There was a whole can of worms with that. But that's the thing I like about the Gundam franchise It very rarely repeats itself, except for things like Gundam The Origin, which is a telling of the original Mobile Suit Gundam story from a completely opposing perspective as the story was once told. It's telling it from a totally different side of the world.
1: Ladies and and gentlemen, G Gundam. That's all I think I need to say about that.
0: And G Gundam, standalone, and with all of the other Gundam series, is great. Yes. Mostly because it is, it is standalone, like a lot of other Gundam shows. And at the time, in 1994, that was exactly why Yoshiyuki Tomino was like, Yeah, you know what? We've been doing this Gundam thing for a while now, guys. Well, What do you say we switch it up and do something new? Hey? Yeah? Yeah? All right, cool. It's, it's time to switch it up. Let's do something new. Lo and behold, G Gundam. And mm-hmm. Sunrise recognized that, that yeah, it's okay to keep things fresh. It's okay to keep things a little new. Yes, there is that framework of the Gundam robot, but you cannot tell me that if you watch Gundam 00, it is, the, it is the same framework as Iron-Blooded Orphans. They are two completely different franchises that could stand alone very much by themselves. But then there's so much in Japan, and now just all over the world, that is just cashing in on what people already know and enjoy, and it's just so frustrating. It's very frustrating.
1: There could be so much more to this, to to media, if if we can figure out uh, what works. But it's it's been said by so many people in all industries, particularly Hollywood, of there there are already going to be uh, people trying to uh, pawn off of uh, what was successful in Deadpool. They were gonna. They're gonna try their own self-aware, extremely violent, extremely sexual, and profane uh, superhero films. They're gonna try uh, whatever worked ex- ex- exceptionally well in uh, your average comedy yuck fest. They're gonna just continue to recycle these tropes because what happens is it's risky to try something new. But if you try something that people have been proven to get their butts in the seats for. It's gonna sell, regardless of whether or not it's good. If it's worthwhile to contribute to the human the human footprint of media, it, it, it what matters is it's about money. At, to to paraphrase Epic Rap Battles of History, if there's one thing I learned, this game is about motherfucking money, and it you don't get a lot of artists trying new stuff. I even saw. Just to bring it into maybe a current experience, I even saw Finding Dory, and it was very good for what it was. It still extremely hinges on a previous IP, but it tried some new things. It tried to bring in different storytelling devices, but it's still dependent on having seen Finding Nemo, which 90% of the nine-year-olds that were in the theater probably hadn't seen before. But that's okay. Oh, you think so? You think so? It's for kids.
0: You think so? Mm -hmm. I'm sure a lot of those kids saw Finding Nemo, because I'm sure a lot of those parents bought the DVD or or have it on streaming, uh, probably even to watch themselves and watch with their kids. I'm pretty sure they did.
1: Um, given how they randomly screamed and didn't seem to understand a lot of the callback jokes, I'd say no. A lot of kids were were ejecting from their seats and not paying attention when I saw it at the matinee uh when they have an almost shot for shot reproduction of how marlon our our good friend uh played by Albert Brooks is panicking because he didn't see which way that the boat went with his son that had been kidnapped so it was really interesting to me to see the fact that it, it's it doesn't matter because. It's an animated film. It's going to get kids in their seats. It's going to get the parents to to avoid having to think for a couple hours uh, unless their kids exa- burst This out. is
0: the exact same conversation I was having with my friend Josie last night uh, as we were seeing Independence Day when we were talking about uh, not just finding door finding dory but the ice age movies this is the exact same conversation about getting kids to shut up for an hour and a half it's the exact same conversation Mm -hmm. uh and uh independence day another example uh i saw it last night independence day resurgence overall not terrible uh i have only one big quibble with it and that's the fact that the movie stars Thor's little brother instead of the character that's supposed to be Will Smith's son. Oh uh, mm-hmm. that, that was my one that was my one major quibble.
1: I I have I have a bone to pick with that as well. That yeah, doesn't po- seem
0: fun. Uh, overall, it, it was it was fine. Would you say not as, however. Not as many jokes as the first one? But mm. I can't, I can't give it too many negative marks. It hit just about everything I would have hoped to, except for that one thing about the dude that's Thor's little brother. That's all I know him as being the main pro- protagonist and not the captain, the pilot, the commander, the guy who was clearly the better pilot than Thor's brother, not mm. being the star. That, that was my one big issue.
1: Would you say uh, the the movie, your enjoyment of it would be dependent on whether or not you had seen the original Independence Day?
0: And I was going to talk about that. When I was in the theater, I saw people f- as young as six to oh God. full-grown adults, uh, older than me even, Jack, that Gee. appreciated... Everything, every little callback to the first movie, like in the White House, there was a painting of Captain Hillard, uh, Will Smith's character from the first movie, because uh, he died uh, in the testing of the new alien technology. So he wasn't in this one, but his son was a pilot uh, and uh, the president uh, played by Bill Pullman came back and he had another speech. He gave another great speech uh, in the first act of the movie. Uh, also, Vivica A. Fox uh, was back in this movie as well. Uh, there were all sorts of little nods to the first movie. It didn't totally rely on it. It definitely felt like, yes, this is the sequel, but we are starting a brand new franchise. And that was definitely the intent with this movie. Do I Interesting. think that you need to see the first movie to appreciate everything? maybe not maybe not because they did a pretty good job of letting you know who the older characters were and what they did 20 years ago and why why they mattered while still giving the newer characters a spotlight they did a pretty good job of all of that uh and they they made sure to give will smith a a pretty good amount of reverence, because of course you would. This is the movie that really made him a megastar. So, mm-hmm. overall, I don't think it's necessary, but I think it definitely would enhance the experience. But when I was in the theater, it seemed like everybody had seen the first movie originally. Interesting.
1: That is really interesting, that we've had similar experiences of... uh remakes or sequels or however you want to say and a new installment in a franchise in a in a movie franchise and having completely different audience reactions uh that i and i mean i could i could be completely wrong maybe the kids were just not attentive but i would be absolutely willing to stake i don't believe that a lot of the youth that were there had seen finding nemo prior because there's a lot of very sophisticated look, it's very sophisticated film I mean it's it's Pixar and they, they have I would say it's about the same level of polish that they had for Finding Nemo is that Finding Dory was very very sophisticated in the way that it had uh, its own message to convey but it also had different ways to uh, express things to children but I still think it it really depended that you would have to see Finding Nemo. And I think that just goes to the original point of there are no, there's nothing new under the sun is that artists and creators and directors and anime studios are not excited by the concept of trying something new.
0: Now, Jack, before we go on, uh, one question. Mm-hmm. Am I a complete hypocrite for being excited to see Black Panther?
1: I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. There's a lot of things that I'm I I realize, you know. Oh, fill in the blank has already been done. It's complete. It's gone as far as it can. But then there's that base part of me that goes, "I still want more," just like any other fan of it. Fill in the blank, uh, as you will. I think, you know. I don't think that the last Austin Powers movie was terrible. I think you'd need a new guy for it. But I kind of had a thought the other day out of nowhere of, oh, I, I kind of want more Austin Powers or something like that. Something weird like that. Maybe not more Austin Powers, but I want – I wish I could come up with a decent example in the back of my head. But there are a lot of things I'm just kind of made my peace with, oh, they're done. It's over. That's fine. But you get what I'm saying is that I think it's a completely human thing to say, okay, well, this is done, and I can't really uh, fault it for being over,
0: but I want more. That kind of thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And you know what I want more of? What do you want more of? I want more convention stories. Uh, Yes. I have not been (laughs) to a convention yet in 2016. Spoilers. My convention story really fell apart. Uh, in fact, uh, I might just tell mine first, if you don't mind, Jack. Uh, I'm going to tell Yo mine ahead. first. All right. Now, not too long before we were recording this episode, I was supposed to go to Colossal Con in Sandusky, Ohio. Now, for those of you not familiar with the Midwest region of the United States, Sandusky is the city in Ohio near Lake Erie where... All of the amusement parks and water parks reside. Your cedar points and your various water parks. And this was an anime convention that took place at the Kalahari Resort and Hotel. So you can imagine a convention in the summer at a giant resort hotel with all sorts of amusement parks. And your old buddy the Deej has a lot of anime con friends in Ohio. So, I was looking to get really stupid and irresponsible that weekend. But, I wanted to make sure that my car was in good condition for me to drive there first. Because from where I live, down to Sandusky is about three hours in change. Also, my friend Catherine, who... Is working in Japan and living in Japan was coming back to the States for the first time in over a year. And we were going to hang out and have a really good time at Colossal Con. And I wanted to make sure my car was safe if I was going to have someone in it. Because a lot of you know, I've had some pretty terrible luck with driving to and from conventions in the last few years. I take my car in for a tune-up. And I had noticed in the last few months there had been this kind of rattle when I had been driving uh, around 35-40 miles an hour just in residential areas. And they told me that there had been a little issue with the transmission. Okay. Um, Yes, it did cost me my left arm, but they said that it would only take about two days. This is on a Tuesday, and I would have been leaving that Thursday, so... It all would have worked out. I would have been able to pick up Catherine, head down to Ohio, and... ball out at Colossal Con. Oh, yeah. However, they told me that... it wasn't going to be two days. Not only that, that I couldn't get a rental car from them, because my credit is shut. Because, well, I've made a lot of stupid decisions in my life. And... I was stranded at home for the duration of that weekend because the dealership didn't have the parts to fix my car or anything else. So I was, I was, you remember when, uh, Frieza killed Krillin on Namek and you saw Goku's reaction? (laughs) Yeah, that was me. That was me when when they when it got to be like middle of the day Thursday, and I'm calling and they're not answering at all, and then my father, who bought his car there and has taken his car there for years, he decided to come with me to this dealership and raise as he likes to say a hundred dollars worth of hell to find out what was happening with my car. <sighs> I did not get my car back until that Tuesday. No. I I missed everything.
1: Everything. No. Moment of silence for the, the con that wasn't.
0: And this this would have been it, it was warm, it wasn't raining. I have a lot of cosplayer friends that had summer-appropriate bikini cosplays that would have been Mm. enjoyable to see. Oh, yes. And I've been told many, many times that Colossal Con is a super cool laid-back con where everybody has a good time. And it was not meant to be. It was not meant to be! And... I'm a little frustrated. I'm a little frustrated. So, hopefully, the next convention that me and some friends are thinking about going to will be uh, in Columbus, Ohio, and hopefully (laughs) we'll have a good time in August. Because I have a new job, and it's paying me extremely well, so I can save money, and I can live a life again like a... Like a human being that can enjoy himself. So, yeah, that was my Colossal Con story. And I still have not well, really spent any time... I apologize for the con that... I really haven't... The not. con that wasn't. And I still yes. haven't really gone to a convention at all for 2016, Jack. And I'm starting to get the itch. It's mm. making me crazy. Um, Jack, I I've know been... you, you, attend, you attended... Yes. Fanime, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Yes, um, I've been to two, so I guess uh, Neener Neener. I don't feel good about Neenering you, but I feel like I need to Neener. So Neener Neener. Okay. Uh, I went to Sak anime winter, and met a lot of really really cool people. All uh, a lot of which had to do with um, Groudy Falls, which was really cool. And uh, I went to Fanime, and the funny thing about Fanime is. Uh, there, there was a lot of interesting stuff happening. I think I'll start with the first thing, which was... I did cosplay Osamatsu-san, as I said earlier. And uh, that was a romp. Because we were all shocked that there were people that were cosplaying it. Despite the fact that it is quite popular. Uh, I did not think it would be this popular. Uh, for, for references sake, uh, once you... Check it out, David. You will notice uh, a typical outfit for the sex sextuplets is uh, a-, a colored sweatshirt. Brightly colored with just a simple little, I think it's a clover on the front. That's about it. And they're all brunette. And, uh, you know, maybe they wear their pants a slightly different way. Maybe one of them has sweatpants, whatever. You know, depends a little bit on their personality. But there's not a lot to it. Um, there were hundreds I'm not even kidding. And there were a few side nice. characters too. There were nice. some side characters that, that made an appearance. Uh some really obscure ones like there's some there's some gender bend segments in uh in the show. And people did cosplay the gender bends because I sure. mean if there's if there's canon rule sixty three, I think gals are gonna jump on that. And they did, and they did a splendid job. Um there there was some really weird uh in jokes that are Based on some sketches or some, uh, uh, different costumes or roles that the brothers and other characters have taken on. And I've seen those as well. It was really weird because this show, I believe it stopped, uh, airing. Uh, episode 25 was early, early, early in 2016. I got to it once it was already a complete show. Uh, I mean, I've heard rumors buzzing around that, uh, there's gonna be a merchandise, uh, marketing convention kind of like uh kind of like e3 almost uh in america but for anime and they might they've been kind of leading up to the ways that developers and studios tend to uh lead up to announcing yeah there's a season two so maybe maybe that's just something that fans were contingent upon and it's not as if it's dead several months later but no that was really surprising to see um also cosplayed my old standby Bill Cipher from Gravity Falls. You haven't met him yet. You I will have enjoy not. him. I think you will enjoy him and you will see well, why Jack, he's his favorite.
0: I do enjoy you, so I'm excited.
1: Yes. Um there's there's a little story I'd like to share actually. <laughs> um, I like JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, David. And that means that the people sitting at home If they are participating in the JoJo's Bizarre Adventure drinking game, should take a drink. I wanted to go to a screening of Stardust Crusaders. They were going to show the entire series. It got delayed because of a screening of Kill La Kill, and I got pretty frustrated about that. So, As as you
0: should, as you should,
1: yes. So I played what has become a tradition known as Jojo Clue. I find cosplayers because everybody cosplays to go see the screening. Well not everybody, but a lot of people do. Or they wear the do you even pose shirt that I love. Uh, and we we played. We we tried to discover who was the the one who'd done it. And I chose the yellow piece, so of course, uh gotta gotta indulge in all the memes. I kept shouting d- It was d- me. D- Dio. D- Dio.
0: I was going to say, did you say it? <laughs> yes, you did. It, it,
1: was, it was me. Um, <clears throat> eventually, that that turned out to not take up enough time because Kill a Kill's freaking long. I had no damn idea how long it was because I didn't give enough of a shit. Uh, so I kind of stepped into Hentai Night. And I won't go into full, full detail, but I will say uh, Hentai Night's interesting. Because <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I expected it to be a lot shadier, a lot more along the case of uh, what what Paul Rubin had to go through. But no, it was just a lot for the most part, it was a lot of really hype overly hyped people for for no reason just deciding to come in and riff the fuck out of it. It was so oh, yeah. excellent.
0: high uh, Night is a romp. It's the a title
1: round. we saw. I don't think you're ready for this, David. This is what we watched on hentai night. It's a little. It's a little thing called. Please rape me. I think that I defeats am, the purpose.
0: I will say that this is not the first time I've heard of this series.
1: Neither is it mine. That that's that's as far as okay. I'll take that. Okay. Uh, it was excellent got a really good chant of fuck her there fuck her there which was excellent uh lots of shouting at cervical things happening I don't know it was it was interesting not something I I look forward to but it would be something to kill time with had, should this ever happen again in the future but it was an experience and I enjoyed it but you know what I enjoyed more I enjoyed introducing friends ...to Jojo's Bizarre Adventure... ...particularly Stardust Crusaders... ...fans new and old... ...saw... ...from... ...the very beginning... ...all the way to the very end... ...with the aid of caffeine... ...the rise and fall... ...of our favorite characters... ...and I... ...I just... ...I keep forgetting... ...every time that a new part comes out... ...you know... ...right now we're in Diamond is Unbreakable Part 4... I keep forgetting, I don't really have a favorite. As much as I keep going, oh, this one's great, this one's great, this one's great, it always changes to whichever one I've recently watched, because, David, it's all so good! I can't believe it! That is what you hear. And uh, that is as far as I will take that. I won't shame you for nothing, because I, I, I get it. I do. But what I will say is, I'm thankful it was a lot of fun. There was a surprisingly small amount of Homestuck and Steven Universe cosplayers this type around, which oh, is oh, Homestuck really... is coming back. No, no, no. There was a surprisingly small amount of both.
0: Oh, okay. Very oh, and
1: Steven great. Universe. Yeah, uh, I, oh my. I guess. I guess body paint's gone up in price or something because I didn't see a you whole know, lot at all.
0: That was just how it was for a little while with My Little Pony: Friendship Is Magic. You know, just for a while, it was everywhere. And then, phew, not nearly as much. L- like Hitalia, one mm-hmm. minute, it was everywhere, every convention. And then, phew, gone? Nothing. I, you know, I, I,
1: I hope, I can only hope, because honestly, I, I, every once in a while, I'll think back to that existing and go, seriously? Just in my head, seriously, seriously.
0: Which one? And it wasn't completely
1: gone. Uh, you know, I don't have enough of a bone to pick with Homestuck. It's got to be the latter. Uh, it, David, I don't know why I keep having that morbid curiosity, but it—it—it's not getting any better.
0: No, it's not. It's—it's it's not. Hmm. See, I—I. I... I guess it's because I never had the highest expectations of the show to begin with. I guess that's why I'm not so so visceral in regards to Steven Universe. Mm. And I saw the fad come. I saw cosplayers for it everywhere. And now you're saying that it's starting to die out. I'm not entirely surprised. And... If you're saying it's not really getting that much better, I'm not surprised by that either. I never thought it was an animated abortion, but I don't think it was ever really worth the attention that it got. So the fact that it's simmering down, I guess now that I think about it, I'm not that surprised because you got to remember, these are teenagers, Teenagers mm-hmm. move from one thing to the next fairly quickly.
1: You know what's frightening, David? I hate to bring this up. I know you might have a little bit of um, of, of some, some emotions mixed with this, but I'm starting to see, oddly enough, I'm starting to see Clarence kind of get a following on the social media, and I don't understand. I don't understand at all.
0: What did you just say?
1: I said... That Clarence seems to have. It, it could be small. I haven't gauged enough. I wasn't morbidly curious enough this time to go into it deeply, but I've seen some fans of the Cartoon Network show Clarence, and I don't know what to think of humanity anymore.
0: You went to Fandomay as well, right, Jack? I did. T- 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 tell me about that one, too. T- tell, tell me about that one before I... Uh, I'm going to start my breathing exercises, so just just tell us a little bit about Fanime.
1: So Fanime uh, tends to be the one where I go for all of my uh, merch, and there wasn't a lot of it. It wasn't a lot that I really saw. Uh, I did go to a cosplay meetup. I, I try not to get too involved in oh man look at my cosplay i'm amazing but it was it was quick it was a popular thing i was karamatsu from osamatsu san so i went to the osamatsu cosplay gathering and the the results are fantastic a lot of really good people good fun it was a romp uh there was something that was interesting to me uh the suggestions that were given were all over the place for all different types of, uh, poses. Some things went without saying, I don't want to get too contextual into it of some things were basically recreations of scenes from the show, but there was one that really, really stuck with me. And I think just given the information I've given you about the characters and how Karamatsu's kind of the, the, the scapegoat, the one that we all just kind of look at, ignore, he's there now he's not, uh, I shouted out a suggestion of, we should all join hands in a precious family. And the immediate response from a random Matsu in the back was, everybody beat the shit out of Karamatsu! (laughs) So, thinking quickly, I grabbed my Bluetooth player, which I kept in my parka pocket, uh, and removed the background music that I had been playing. I picked some appropriate uh, music from the show. Because I thought that would be fun and it was appreciated. And I changed it to Guiles theme from Street Fighter. And was probably beaten up.
0: You didn't hit him with the sonic boom?
1: I, I was not fast enough. I was I will leave it to everyone's imagination whether I was stage beaten up or actually beaten up. But it was it was it was something. So that was great. Um the gamer hall this year was predominantly dominated by especially the PC section. It was pcs explicitly um, well, it wasn't all just PC but I mean the PC portion was overwatch City, and David
0: yeah i i i, I don't H- have mind you it. have you have have you started yet? Have you gotten into the overwatch yet i am I, I
1: am afflicted with something. It's called mac mm. Blizzard doesn't seem to have a cure for it. Mm-hmm. But what I do know is I enjoy the videos that I've seen of it. I don't really understand the plot of side of uh, what the Honest trailer describes as it's the Incredibles with a little bit more murder, which I would just pigeonhole into saying that's just Watchmen. But I know there's a little bit more to Watchmen <laughs> than that. Like three and a half hours of dead air in Zack Snyderland. Oh,
0: <laughs> but you leave Zack Snyder out of this. I liked Man of Steel. I don't care what anybody says.
1: Did not see it, but I did see uh, the verses. Kind of bringing it back to the the verses movie, and I saw Batman. I bought, saw Batman and Spider Man. Wow, I, I don't even know. Um, I saw it. That's about all I have to say about it. Is that I saw it. <laughs> Um, All I will
0: say is, thank goodness Wonder Woman came along in Act Three. That's what I have to say about that movie.
1: And, and Lois, Lois Lane, holy crap, Lois!
0: What are you doing, Lois? Oh, that, that's, doing, my Lois? Other, that's my other—that's my other wife, who Amy Adams. That's my other wife, who
1: I love, Amy Adams. But Jesus Christ, Lois! You could have, you know, put the staff anywhere else. She could have done anything else. Literally, she could have not even done anything and she would have been a better help. She was a hindrance. But regardless, was. Overwatch was a thing and afterwards I said, "What the hell is Overwatch?" and when I finally got a chance to myself this summer, I took a look.
0: Did, did the entire I- game did the entire game room stop and look at you and did everything just go dead silence when you said that?
1: Nah, nah. I uh I was basically given uh, a one-way ticket to the garbage can but that wasn't anything new because i was dressed up as garbage so that's Listen to me
0: that's anime community of northern california you better stop pushing my co-host jack around or, or you will get somebody from detroit to put you all in check stop oh, pushing shit. my co-host around you got that
1: detroit's like Sorry, a scarier jack. version of baltimore Maybe
0: Detroit is well, yeah. A- am I six wrong? Six of one hat, six of one half dozen of the other. Yeah, there you go. Detroit <laughs> is like Oakland in the Midwest. That's what it is. There you go. So yeah, don't don't mess with my co-host. You got that, oh,
1: ladies and gentlemen? What I've seen of what I've seen of Overwatch, I don't mind it. It's not something that I can personally ob- obtain as of late, but I-, I-, I appreciate it. Thumbs up, you know, a month later. I'm liking what I'm seeing, so please don't hurt me. If you do see yeah. me dressed up as Karamatsu, though, you are you are encouraged to tell me that I am painful because I am painful.
0: Well, I, I will say, oh, on the subject of Overwatch... Once I I have my new job and have income, uh, it is number three on my video game depth chart with uh, Guilty Gear. Uh, oh yes, something else, something else, and Over- Overwatch is number three. So
1: is Odin's gear on be that checking. list now?
0: It might be. It just might be. It, it could just be. Just might be. But yeah, I'm gonna check out Overwatch uh, now that it's been over a month and everyone else has gotten good at it, and I'm gonna be way behind, like the scrub that I am.
1: Just pick junk rat. Just pick junk
0: I played Genji I, I in the, the demo. Ah, because I think weeaboo. all the
1: characters. I think all the characters are great, and all explicitly their own anime uh, exploit trope. But I will say, I'm I'm looking forward to not having to have too many skills to pay the bills, I'm just going to pick Junkrat. So I'm just warning you all right now, if that ever becomes a possibility, I'm picking Junkrat.
0: And And I I will be picking Genji. But we'll talk about that on a future episode of the anime podcast of some sort. Jack, you have a Patreon... At, mm-hmm. at patreon.com slash Jack Noir Draws, I believe.
1: That is correct. And guess what, guys? Overwatch is a thing that I am sketching currently, among other things. But uh, I'll be adding some old art to there just to kind of show you what I had been doing and some new stuff because I do have some commissions that I have been neglecting because of one reason or another. Uh, but I highly recommend you come over and uh if you want, you know, throw a little money my way, not for very much, Uh you can get a quick sketch of an Overwatch character. And if you throw a little bit more, maybe you can request a full color or maybe you can request a little bit more, like maybe one or two of your faves interacting. Do you ship Bastion and, I don't know, Diva? I guess they've got some robot. Motif going on. I don't care. Bring it in. I'll have them high five or whatever. It sounds like a good deal. It's because it probably is. Patreon.com. Jack Noir Draws. That's J A C K N O I R E Draws. D R A W S. Thank you. Don't Thank forget you. the E. Don't forget and that of E.
0: Mecha- and of course, Mechanical Symphony is on Tumblr as well.
1: Mm-hmm. And you can spell that as easy as you can spell that phrase. I believe in
0: you. You're a good speller. I want a few spelling bees in my day, and you can see my spelling at my Twitter handle at just call me DJM. I can still spell. Yes. I use proper English and grammar on the internet because I am the unicorn. I'm the only one left that does, or at least tries. I try my best at mm-hmm. just call me djm on twitter thank you for listening to the anime podcast of some sort if this is your first time checking it out please look for it in itunes stitcher radio and everywhere else podcasts are aggregated if you can't find it by name find it by not my name david majors but you can call me djm thanks a lot for listening everybody and we will talk to you in the future at some juncture